You are listening to Bullet Points with Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I'm Margot Bennett, the Executive Director of Women Against Gun Violence, and this is Bullet Points our 15-minute podcast where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Today, I will be talking about a brief history of women against gun violence, domestic violence and guns, and voting to prevent gun violence. Women Against Gun Violence was founded almost 30 years ago by the great feminist Betty Friedan and Anne Rice Lane, who was the first female president of the LA Fire Commission, an advisory board member of the LA Commission on Assaults Against Women, and a former police commissioner with the LA Police Department. At the time of our founding, gun manufacturers were deliberately targeting women as potential purchasers, much like cigarette manufacturers targeted women with their Virginia Slims campaign. Betty and Ann knew women could make change happen, so they decided to rally women in Los Angeles to transform the narrative. From that first decision to now, Women Against Gun Violence has rallied women and men to make much-needed change in our communities through both program work and legislative action. Domestic violence victims are five times more likely to be killed when their abuser has access to a gun. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Almost 2,000 women were murdered by men in 2018, and the most common weapon used was a gun, according to the most recent edition of the annual Violence Policy Center study, When Men Murder Women, an analysis of 2018 homicide data. The study found that nationwide, 92% of women killed by men were murdered by someone they knew and that the most common weapon used was a gun. Specifically, in 2018, nationwide, 1,946 females were murdered by males in single victim, single offender incidents. Nine out of 10 victims knew their offenders. Of the victims who knew their offenders, 63% were wives or other intimate acquaintances of their killers. 11 times as many females were murdered by a male they knew than were killed by male strangers. Black women were murdered by males nearly three times the rate of white women murdered by men. Firearms were the weapons most commonly used by males to murder females in 2018. Nationwide, for homicides in which the weapon used could be identified, 56% of female victims were shot and killed with a gun. And of the homicides committed with guns, 69% were killed with handguns. The number of females shot and killed by their husband or intimate acquaintance was four times the total number murdered by male strangers using all weapons combined. So when the gun lobby, gun enthusiasts, and the NRA 
which is really the advertising agency for gun manufacturers, tell you as women that you need to carry a gun with you to protect yourself against outside attackers and invading hordes, they're lying. They have the same data we have. They just don't care. Your safety and your life matters less to them than the money they can put in their pockets. There are ways to reduce these startling statistics. Renew the Violence Against Women Act and reduce the number of guns in the hands of abusers through both state and federal legislation. We know that we are not going to get strong and effective legislation that protects women and regulates guns from our current federal administration. And with the appointment of judges on all levels of the judiciary and the appointment of a new Supreme Court judge, current gun regulations are under attack and may not hold. In a victory for the gun lobby, a three-judge panel of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit has invalidated California's law limiting gun magazines to 10 bullets, saying that the law violates the Second Amendment. In the ruling in the case known as Duncan versus Becerra, Circuit Judge Kenneth Lee acknowledged the scourge of gun violence and mass shootings in this country, but banning high-capacity magazines, quote, strikes at the core of the Second Amendment, the right to arm self-defense, unquote. Lee is a 2019 appointee to the court, nominated by Trump. And joining him in the two-to-one decision was Judge Callahan, nominated to the court by President George W. Bush. California Attorney General Becerra has petitioned the entire Ninth Circuit to reconsider the panel's decision. That is why one of Women Against Gun Violence's front burner programs is Ballots Stop Bullets. For real and lasting change, we must all vote in all elections, local, state, and federal. We must impact the legislatures that will write and pass the laws we need, and we must impact the courts who will most likely review the legislation after the NRA sues on grounds that the laws violate the Second Amendment. We work with the League of Women Voters to train registrars, and then we register young first-time voters at schools, at shopping malls, at rallies, at concerts, wherever potential voters can be found. With the pandemic, we focus on online efforts and strongly support the network NBC's Plan Your Vote. Our Facebook page is currently using this run-up to Election Day November 3rd, to share information daily about registering to vote, voting, and issues surrounding the vote. Because we are a 501c3, we are not able to endorse candidates, but we can endorse philosophies, philosophies that support our communities through strong and impactful firearm legislation. There are many reasons to vote, equality, choice, health care, justice, the environment, voting rights, and gun regulation, all are on the line, and the National Rifle Association knows it. 
and we know they know it because they have donated millions to support the election and re-election of the current, we're all about the Second Amendment, federal administration. It is noteworthy that women won the right to vote 100 years ago this year, but not all women. Asian women didn't get the vote until 1952. Native American women didn't get the vote until 1957. Black women didn't get the vote until 1965. Please exercise your right to vote. I want to throw in one more plug, this time for the census. The census will determine how many seats in Congress each state gets and also determines how billions of dollars in federal funding is distributed amongst the states to support vital programs that impact our communities. So it's not enough to just vote, it's a package. To make certain that your vote has the greatest impact, you must also complete the census. In conclusion, we know you can't be a one-issue voter. There is so much at stake, but please make gun violence prevention one of your key issues. That's it for today. Please join us next month after Election Day, when we address more hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at wagv at wagv.org. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at wagv.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.